Good Monday morning to you, Celebration family. As you may recall from last week, we spent a lot of time dealing with Jesus and raising Lazarus from the dead. And here on this Monday, October 30th, we are in chapter 12, and we pick up where we left off on Friday with verse 12. And so Jesus is now moving into Jerusalem. So John chapter 12, verses 12 through 19. The next day, the large crowd that had come to the feast heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, crying out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. And Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. The crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to bear witness. The reason why the crowd went to meet him was that they heard he had done this sign. So the Pharisees said to one another, You see, you see that you're gaining nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. As we would expect, the raising of a dead man back to life stirs up interest and ignites a crowd to gather around Jesus. This choir of onlookers shouting Hosanna and waving palm branches would have been a drop in the bucket considering the vast number of pilgrims who have packed into Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover. The Roman soldiers would have been on high alert, trying to manage a city that mushroomed from around 250,000 to now over a million. Yet while the Roman officials may not have taken note of this little parade happening around Jesus' entrance into Jerusalem, the Jewish religious leaders focused their scope on Jesus, and like a preacher exaggerating Sunday's worship attendance, they described the number of people now following Jesus as the entire world having gone after him. For John, the tension is mounting, the Passover is nearing, and the king has arrived. But what type of king will Jesus prove to be? Will the crowd continue to shout their approval of King Jesus? Will he meet their expectations, maybe even shape his agenda to keep them happy, to give them what they want? Will they grow dissatisfied and turn away if he doesn't fulfill their longings and requests? How long will they shout Hosanna if their life circumstances do not change? Yes, in many ways we are that crowd, worshiping King Jesus in hopes to have the better life, to receive our healing, to fix our marriage, to get that new job, our promotion, and the list goes on and on. And if he does not meet our expectations, will we still shout Hosanna? Will we still worship him? Will we still call him Lord and pledge our lives to follow him? So as you hear this passage read again, picture yourself as part of the crowd. The next day, the large crowd that had come to the feast heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, crying out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. And Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. 
The crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to bear witness. The reason why the crowd went to meet him was that they had heard he had done this sign. So the Pharisees said to one another, You see that you're gaining nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. Dear Lord, we thank you for yesterday, our, our day of gathering and worship together. How when we're in the sense of being with our people and in our sanctuary and hearing the songs and able to sing the songs, we, we worship. And yet now Monday comes, and Lord, sometimes Monday brings challenges. It kind of focuses our attention back on life and the hardships of life, and we fail to worship. So I pray, God, that you remind us today, Lord, of what you've done, that through salvation and what you've offered us in life now and life eternal, that that opens our understanding to be able to see who you are. And it's not so much that we gain all the riches and pleasures of this life, but that we have that relationship with you that is now and forever. So Lord, help us to worship, not just when we gather on Sundays with our church family, but to worship each and every day because you are our Savior. You have given us life. And so whatever challenges we walk through in this life, we know that they are not permanent. That we pass from this life to life eternal with you. And so with that hope and with that confidence, help us to face today in an attitude of worship. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.